Welcome back, everybody, to the San Dimas School of Film. Hi. <laughs> and, oh uh, my god! <laughs> <laughs> You've been sitting on that one for a while. Man. <laughs> um, where was I? Uh, yeah. So, um, my name's Tim. Um, and uh, as per usual, I have Al, Brad, and Julian here. How are you, everybody? Good. Very good. Well. Very good. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. So, we had a bit of a we had a we had a bit of a pearl last time, um, which was. Your film Drive, oh, if drive, you remember. Yes. Yeah. Um, Such a long time ago. We, we really should do these more often. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and it was my choice. So, today we're doing 2015's Ex Machina. It's Ex Machina, isn't it? Yes. We're yeah. sticking with that? Ex Machina. Yeah. yeah. Ex you can call it whatever you want, I guess, but um, but that's what we're doing. It's, so It's Latin. Ooh. Shut up, Phil. <laughs> well, you, can, you can do it in Aussie Bogan. Ex Machina. Ex Machina, mate. You could. Um, and yeah, I'd only watched it once when I, so I've now watched it twice, but, um, I, really? was, I thought you'd watch this one a few times. No. Nah. You mentioned it cause you recommended this film to me ages ago and you were like, oh man, it's really good. Yep. Hadn't seen oh, it so. since. So, wow. All right. um, well, but yeah, it left a good impression on me. So I thought, um, it'd be a good one to have a discussion about. So. Yeah. So this has been on my, like, must see this film since it came out last year. I'm like, oh, I've been sitting there watching, waiting. I'm like, I've got to find time to sit down and watch this. Uh, and then you brought it up last week, and I'm like, right, okay, well, now you got to watch it. Now I got to watch it, and yeah, yeah I was. Well, we're into it. Yeah, we're into it. We're into it. I'm so yeah. on board with this film. Okay, so I had a great obviously, time. obviously, spoilers all throughout this yeah. episode. I we think, know that. I think. Look, for new listeners, we should just outlay this. The way this this show works is we know nothing. <laughs> True. When we're going to talk about if we mention this film, like if we pick a film, we're going to talk about this film. All of the film. If you haven't seen the film, you're going to get lost, mm. right? I think that's just a disclaimer I'd like to yeah. put in. I think that's fair. I think that's fair as well. And you know, we could mention because we have no real structure. Let's think about it. Like we're all over the place with talking about films. Like there's been films where we've just gone straight to the ending. I think, so, yeah, that's so. my point. I think you need to be aware of the film or have at least seen it. Um, it does help, yes. What year was this film made? Last year, 2015. And good I day. think that's a good uh, introduction for history with Brad. <laughs> Segways. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I'd just like to also, uh, I think I mentioned this earlier, but this is uh, another film that I uh, first saw on a plane. Get out of town. No, no, it just seems to be a recurring uh, How often do you theme. fly? I was about to say, Man, where are you I fly, I fly a lot with work. So, ah, you know, and there's you know, just pack up work and fly with it. Yeah, pretty Sounds much. Sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, 2015. So realistically, not that long ago. Um, mm. Went through, uh, you know, the thing that is Wikipedia and Google. So you know, don't you thanks know, thanks for any of these actually being true. <laughs> is your memory that bad, dude? Yeah, no, it's really. <laughs> it was is. like six months yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It is. Yeah. What was the question? <laughs> Who are you? <clears throat> All right, here we go. 2015. Uh, the US Supreme Court affirms same-sex marriage. Actually, let's, let's try that again. Same-sex marriage, not same-sec marriage. Mm. Next minute. Well done. Um, so, yeah, good to see that they can do it and we can't. <clears throat> anyway, that's a whole other story. Um, NASA is, um, according to NASA, uh, there's water on Mars. Nice. Who knew? That's pretty exciting. Well, NASA does. I was, I was pretty excited to know that. Mm. Yeah, it was well, that was exciting news. Exactly right. Uh, 2015 also, Ebola came back for a little while. Uh, did a bit more damage and probably did the first time. Um, the Charlie Hebdo attack 
in, oh, yeah. in France was mm. there. That was last oh. year as well. Um, and uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens came out. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, any any other top really movies? come out last year? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, it was like December. Wow. Oh, it was too, of course. Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but uh, the Academy Award, though, went to uh, Birdman for best film. Did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just out of interest, uh, Saving Christmas got the raspberry. So oh, there you go. Hmm. Saving yeah. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now, I forgot to look. <laughs> Did this win any awards? I feel like it got a visual effects award, but... For Ex Machina. Should have. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll get our up. resident uh, interwebs man onto that. Well, hmm. I mean, the visuals in this are incredible. They're pretty the breathtaking. C- the CGI they? in this is insane. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. holy crap. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if they... There's, there was a moment where I was looking at her... Okay, I'm going to... Like you said, we're going to jump right into it. Um... There's a moment where I was looking at her body and it kind of looks like she's wearing like a singlet with a pattern on it. But then like you, it's so well blended with the CGI for the arms and all that. It just, I, you know, like the two times, like I, like you, I've watched it two times. I've, I've just been blown away by mm. the CGI in this film. It's insane. And it's, it's not like, you know, you think CGI, oh, it must be some crazy action film, but it's, it's not at all. Mm. This, this, is, this is where I love visual effects. This is when they're used... Not just, you know, for giant twisting metal transformers <laughs> and stuff you can't even see, but to really forward the story, to be part of the character. Um, it's just, it's it's beautiful. It's so, so nicely done. Mm-hmm. She, she's wearing, what she's actually wearing, the actress, um, uh, Alicia Vikander, um, the, her, her, like, all the grey bits are her. And then you can see around her arms. I'm I'm pointing as well, listeners. <laughs> uh, around the top of her arms and uh, under her bust, she's got little like bolts, and they use those as tracking points ah. um, to to do the rest of it. Ah. So her hands and feet and face are still her, as well. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, and then obviously yeah. they go. So they shoot what they want. So I was reading a bit about it, and what they wanted to do was. Have, because Ava's such a character and such an integral character, like her, sorry, her character and and whether the fact that she's human or not is such a strong part of this film. It's mm. like the main part. Yeah. They wanted they wanted to have as little green screen compositing, you know, like as as possible and start with, with just the first run of the two actors in the room doing a lot, you know. Mm doing the scene and then they would go in and, and take different plates and add lighting, digital lighting and that sort of stuff. So to really get the the story through the acting and, and the directing and all that sort of stuff and not not let the, the digital side of it interfere with the relationship that was happening. Yeah, because you can watch the whole thing and it's so realistic. Like you don't even think twice. Like the first time you see it, you're like, Wow, that's incredible! Mm. You know, or you're like, you, you go, well, that's incredible because I'm looking at a robot, not that's incredible visual effects, like because it looks so real and it looks so yeah. well done that you're just blown away. And you forget, but about then, it. but then you forget about it really quickly. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's and the, and they draw they they draw attention to that. Like he says, the whole point of the test is that I don't know she's a robot, mm. and that's how we do the test. And then uh, Nathan comes back and he's like, well, what I wanted to do was show you that she's a robot yeah. and then have you forget, forget that she's a robot, which is yeah. exactly what happens. Well, sort of, it 
it's what happened to me. You yeah. know, you're like, yeah, yeah, so... the viewer does exactly the same thing. Yeah, mm. exactly. Mm. It's beautiful. Um, it did win an Academy Award for visual effects. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I, I want to get, not like nitpicky, but when, right at the start, uh, when, um, oh my, what's his name? Caleb. Caleb, thank you. Caleb is flying in on the chopper. And when he lands, I'm like, are we on Isla Nubar? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly right. It felt so Jurassic Park. But then... I wrote Jurassic Park down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but then I got really excited because he was unpacking his stuff and he pulled out a can of shaving cream. Oh. And it's the can of shaving Get cream. Yeah, yeah. Really? I, didn't, Park. I didn't notice that. I did awesome. not notice that. That's so good. I was I couldn't believe it. And then I yeah, and I had that confirmed later on. I was just like, oh, that's trippy. Like I don't know <laughs> if that is. first shot, if it's supposed to be any sort of reference. Bit of an But it could it could ease that scene could have easily had the Absolutely. Yeah, I was so excited. Just when he pulled out that shaving cream, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> That's got to be on purpose, surely. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. When I was in the States, that, that shaving cream is actually everywhere. It's really common. Okay. Yeah, like I, so even, I even actually got myself a can like halfway through the holiday. I'm like, I need a shave. And it's like, it's just, you go into a drugstore or corner store and it's just, yeah, it's like the shaving cream. Okay. Right. Which makes sense as to why Dennis Nedry would have used that can of cream. Exactly right, yeah. Because it looks like every other one. You know what we're talking about, Brad? Yeah. <laughs> he's just looking at me a bit vague. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's still around twenty. Years, so same thing. Around. Twenty years, almost yeah. twenty years later, I suppose. Well, uh, are you, t- are you referring years. to the? Yeah. Well, what do we? Is there's no indication of when this film is set? Is there? I mean, obviously, it's, well, I would say it's in the future, but not the too distant future. So I really like this. I I really I, this. I was reading about this as well. I'm gonna. I don't mean to over just take over. No, man. Go, no, no, you're, you're on it, mate. <laughs> we got this, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is San Diego School of Film with Al, our technical uh, advisor. Um, I forgot what I was going to say now. Excellent, Sorry, everybody. Let the forgetness go through you. <laughs> Dead air. So, Timmy, you I'm like stuff that. and things? Ah, <laughs> uh, hey, we were going to talk. We're about talking about the time when, it, when, when, it's, it, when set. it's set. Oh yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so the director. As I said, we know nothing. <laughs> so director Alex Garland uh, said he wanted this this time period to feel a bit vague hmm. in the thought that... Because the whole point of Nathan is like the CEO of a massive search engine, right? He's like yeah. at the Google. And Can't remember what the name of it is in the movie. It's something weird. Blue. It's like blue. Because the phones or... are blue. They're yeah. blue stop or something. Blue. Yeah. God, we suck at this. I know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but he wanted to. He wanted this idea of like the the idea is that it's it's set in a time where effectively ten minutes from now, Google or Microsoft or someone could come out and say we've created this. Yeah, and we'd be like, yeah, that mm. that seems feasible. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's well, it's, it's interesting to say that, and I noticed it yesterday. That the first time I watched the film, I didn't notice it, but yesterday, um, obviously, they say, hey, we're you know this big. Uh, internet search engine. I think they say twenty eight percent of people use us, or uh, whatever it was. The statistic. No, it was but massive. It was like eighty something. something. Yeah, yeah. some some huge. Right. The funny thing is, like, okay, so you've got this uh, massive internet uh, search search engine company. They're creating this AI. Obviously, he's doing it in secret. The amazing thing is, I actually did a gig recently for Google. Right, we had Google in 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 Melbourne, and they came out and they were showing us one of the demonstrations they had was the new AI that they've got. I mean, obviously, it's not as technical as that. It's this very little robot 
And its sole purpose is just to identify objects that you put in front of it. Mm-hmm. But I loved it because I was like, oh my God, that's so relatable to me because I've been in a conference. I've oh, worked at a conference with Google and they've had this AI robot that yeah, you nice. just put something in front of it and it just goes to a car or, you know, like you put a plant in front of it. It says plant. You know, like, it, it was incredible. It blew me away. Like, yeah. obviously. So I go, okay, so it's in the future because obviously the technology that this guy's got is a little more advanced. But I just, I, I thought it was so cool to be able to relate my life and something I've experienced <laughs> with this search engine company um, to this movie. Nice. Oh, I, I thought that was the, just eerie as. So. I think the good thing about it was because they got going really quick. Like, yeah, you see, like he really won, early. he won, boom, he's on the helicopter. <gasps> yeah. So I think the quickness of all this happening and him just arriving, like I didn't even think about what year it might be. I didn't. Yeah, like, I think, like, it I didn't even it's... occur to me. Like I'm like, oh, I just, I just went with it. I don't... But that's that's the good thing. One of the good things about this story is that they don't waste. They really he. There's no the director, backstory he, at all. Yeah, no. At all. It's, and all of that opening scenes where you see the email that he's won, it's either text, uh, it's emails, but there's never really... It's just this like background noise slash music. You know, people come up and they run up to him and congratulate him. There's no dialogue oh, or anything at all. Yeah, there's no audio at all. Yeah, it's, it's just brilliant. like this... Because yeah. it's just all the, the messages time. from his like fellow colleagues and stuff congratulating yeah. him. So there's no... Yeah. And then the, fir- like, the I first, do we even see the email, the congratulatory? You do, yeah. yeah. It's it's you see, uh, it just says um, congratulations, uh, grand prize or something. I think it is. Or... No, I think that was one of his colleagues messaging him, wasn't it? No, I'm pretty no? sure you see it. I'm pretty sure you see okay, it. Okay, whatever. Um, but but <clears> yeah, like so, the first time you really engage with the main character is uh, when they're in the helicopter and he says, "When do we arrive at you know Nathan's estate?" And it's like we've been flying over it for two hours. Yeah. It's like okay, so that's that's the first time you know you you're in. Mm. the mountains and, and that's it that's the first time we engage with it mm. so they give you this super fast backstory they go yep this is what's happening boom 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 and then the rest of it you pick up as the movie goes on so yeah. Yeah. at one point at one point this is a this is a bit of a stretch but at one point I felt like this was uh, like Christopher Nolan like realistic version of the Terminator universe Right, like, wow! I felt like we were watching the start of Skynet. Like, Ooh. oh, things are going to go bad here. It's you not know, bad. Like, That's not, I like that. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like, bring it back to make it a bit more realistic. Well, I suppose. I mean, the end towards the end of the film, you could definitely say it's a bit Skynetty. Mm, I mean, yeah. obviously, going to jump right to the end here. And again, like we said, there are spoilers. The two robots kill Nathan. They murder him outright. <sighs> like one, one, you know, holds the knife as he walks Fuck, back that into scene it. Is intense. That is intense. But then. Um, you know, when she stabs him in the chest, she twists, twists it. It's it. so oh. brutal. And I'm like, wow, if there's ever a hate, you know, a, a machine hating a human, that's a great example. Yeah. You this know, is like, like prequel to <clears throat> the first Terminator, yeah. maybe. Yeah. That's really funny because I call Google Skynet. <laughs> so, totally. Oh, man. It's it's all falling to place, well, boys. This is a conspiracy. Well, and that's, you know, they they go into that stuff where when we discover that Caleb was only brought in to test Ava mm. more than Caleb, you know, like the other way around. Yeah, to see if Ava could like he was escape. the pawn. He was the pawn. Exactly. Too. It was it yeah. was to see if if Ava could flirt with him and and convince him to help her escape. Yeah. And when he's like, "Oh, did you track this? Like, you didn't? I'm, you know, he's not that good a programmer, actually. Yeah. And and he's like, "Oh, did you?" Uh, what did he say? Did you like scan my pornography yeah. portfolio 
to design her face or something. Like, mm. it's, you know, it's like that sort of level. Oh, you know, and when he talks about how he, he hacks every phone on the planet. Yeah, to get facial to recognition. To get facial recognition. Yeah. Like, and, and, and he said, they would have stopped me, but they're all doing it as well. Yeah. Like, Ooh. you know, it has this really realistic sort of, yeah, they're probably yeah. doing that. Yeah. You know, I, I put my phone back in my pocket. That's it. I yeah. did that. Let's, uh, I reckon, well, let's talk about Nathan. What did you think? I, I love so that good. character so much. Yeah. Like, he's great. Because he's, he's, well, uh, he's clearly the CEO so, that no one knows. Like, people know about. But, the recluse. Recluse. But he's never, like, he's never, he's never around for any, anything, really. He's just off it's doing like Bruce Wayne. Thing. He is. He's Bruce Wayne. So here's something interesting for you fellas. The last time we saw Nathan, the CEO, he was hanging out with Ryan Gosling, getting yeah, shot as was. he runs out of a shop. <laughs> exactly. So, That's what I was going to say. Like, so he's, we've already seen this guy before. And, yeah. Uh, and speaking of, uh, of uh, Force Awakens, Star Wars, he's Poe in, uh, yeah. in that as well. He's also and Apocalypse. Strangely enough, the, um, the other guy is the main bad guy. Other oh yeah, than, true. Than Kylo Ren, yeah, they were in both in Force Awakens as well. He's the one that does the proper, the huge awesome Nazi speech, Hitler oh, yeah. slash. Oh, he's you know, one of the Pink first Boy officers. The wall yeah. Scene, yeah. yeah. Who I, like I actually that. reckon will end up being the the proper big bad guy. Mm. I found him role. actually quite unconvincing in that role in Star Wars. Really, mm. I like him. I thought yeah. he was. One yeah, of I did a little bit as well, and largely because <laughs> I'd seen a movie that he was in called About Time. About Time. Thank you. That's my other thing. That's a great film. Yeah, it's great. It's this like weird little rom-com mm, it where is. it's bizarre. Where he's he's this guy and he turns like 21 or something and his dad comes in, he's like sits him down. He's like, "All right, son. It's time we told you that all the men in the family when they turn 21 can time travel." Mm. And you're like, "What? <laughs> what? Hang on a minute. What? <laughs> turn that back." Uh, okay. Yeah, he's like you go into a dark cupboard and you think really hard about the time and then you're there. Like it's cool. Check it out. Okay. About uh, time. Yeah, I'd, I'd about, about it. time. It's pretty good. Yeah, about yeah. time. Yeah. And I think it's about time we go back to X Men. Anyway, no. okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. That was bad. But yeah, so we I have think... seen this guy before in Drive. And, yeah, uh, and he was pretty cool in Drive. So I mean, I didn't. I didn't him. even recognize him. Like he did a really good job. You know, like. I mean, obviously, he's got a huge beard on, so it'd be a bit hard to. He was he was my beard inspiration. I'm was, not gonna lie. I'm really, gonna lie. your yeah. beard inspiration. He's, he's got a good beard. He does. He's yeah. got a good beard. But yeah, and no, I didn't realize it was him. So and no, it wasn't until after the movie I you know got on the old interwebs and I was like, oh, how about that? Same guy. But anyway, talking about his character. Yeah, I, like he's obviously he's super chilled when we like. There's there's a couple of notable things. He's very chilled. He's obviously got an alcohol problem. Yeah, and he's also. Very sly in terms of not fully revealing mm. his himself on which fair enough. I mean, he's obviously invited someone he doesn't know, mm. but um, but doesn't he? Huh? Well, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I, 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 but he's so like I found the exchanges very early on super uncomfortable between oh, him and Caleb. Like they were just uncomfortable. like they yeah, were just yeah, like yeah. something weird is going on. But I mean, here. that was that was definitely. Not Nathan's fault that it was awkward because Nathan ah. very nasty because Nathan was very on. He's like, dude, let's just get it out there. Let's just you know, just a couple of guys hanging out, you know, like yeah, but like he he was very he like the the very probing, like you could kind of tell he was testing Caleb mm. from yeah. the very start. Yeah, yeah, I'm busting to go back and see this again. Like I picked that up second time round. I picked that yeah. up yeah. really easily at the start. I'm like, oh, he's already oh, into he's it. Like creepy he's, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I did like, because there was a point where they kind of diffused the whole, there's going to be locked doors around the house. It wasn't, you know, you've only got access to certain rooms, you know, like to keep the mystery. It was just, hey, you know what? 
you, here's your swipe card. It's going to open some doors. It's not going to open others. Open it's others. because I've invited you into my home and you know you don't get to go around my whole house. You know, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I really like that. Yeah. I thought that did really good job of just diffusing that awkwardness. So. Re- research facility, not house. Remember? Research facility, thank you. <laughs> Although I must say, that was home. a sweet pad. Oh, it's, yeah. It's actually a hotel in Norway. In Norway. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that. And <clears throat> really? Yeah. I was I, I the the first bit I was just like Kevin McLeod would be all over this in grand designs <laughs> yeah, yeah. like sitting to the hills surrounded by trees exposed rock yeah yeah, yeah. the exposed rock on the I feel side. like we should hold the uh, the San Dimas School of Film Christmas party at that hotel this Damn year strange. Oh, yeah, that sounds nice who's gonna fund that Brad Brad well our no. our. Brad, you fly so viewers. much. We'll yeah, just anyone, your luggage. If anyone wants to sponsor us, maybe we should start uh, a Patreon account. <laughs> Get a Kickstarter going. <laughs> That's it. Maybe that hotel should sponsor us. It's a good Ooh, idea. That is a great idea. Look, I had like I, I had very few notes in this film because I was just like wrapped. I was. How so, good is it? I was oh, so yeah. into this. We'll film. get to it later, but it's so good. Yeah. I, just... <laughs> I, I it was funny. So, I've got small children. Uh, and so I was caring for them at the time. Well, they were asleep, but one was waking every so often. So I did have to pause it to go and, mm. you know, parent. Mm. But then coming back, I just so easily dropped straight back in. And a lot of films, you know, stopping a film midway can be really jarring, yeah. especially if it's quite intense like mm. that, mm. to take you out of the and then come back. But this, I just like dropped straight back in. I was so hungry. To, to just eat up this film. I think it's uh, got a lot to do with the fact that realistically there's three main characters there's re- and pretty much there's realistically only four characters in the entire film. Mm. Um, so there's the three main ones and then there's the other robot um, who doesn't say a word. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we can... Getting into a, I'm getting into a bit of habit of that, aren't I? Moon and then this. Well, I was yeah. I was just about to talk about Moon because Moon was also was Duncan Jones's directorial debut. Yeah. So this is the second film we've had from a brand new director that, yeah. well, I'm, for, I can speak for myself and I'm pretty sure you, Timmy, mm. are just like mesmerising, like mm. such beautiful <laughs> pieces of film. It's good because, you know, it's it's so focused on the characters and the plot. Mm. Without overburdening us with all sorts of yeah, it's crap really at the simple. start, there's yeah. no like as we said in terms of getting in early. Like it's just like there's no nonsense. Okay, this is what's happened to him. He's going to do this. Bang, yeah. we're into it. Mm-hmm. We don't need to follow him around the office for fifteen to twenty minutes or whatever and figure out who he is. Well, we, th- I mean that's part of the beauty is because you figure out like you learn about his backstory. Yeah. Through the movie about yeah. like you discover about him upon him discovering how Nathan has used him, and that's yeah. the good thing about it because this assessment protocol that they're going through with the sessions, you're learning about everyone per session. Yeah, exactly. so it's like you're like you're sitting in, you're the witness to all these all this kind of examination process going on, and you're finding out a little bit more about every character every time they do one of these mm. sessions. Mm. So it's building it's building it up that way. And working out the subtleties of all their backstories through this, you know, what's been going on, what what are their motives, what's you know, what's already happened in this place before yeah. Caleb comes along. Mm. Yeah, and I felt the I, I was thrown a little bit with the inclusion of um the other woman. Iki Iki yeah. Iki or something. The robot. Yeah. Yeah. I peaked pretty early. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're a robot too. Mm. Yeah, I think they, I think they would have made that. Just by the way, she was like, she obviously, she was you super, know, they yeah. said, oh, she, he said, oh, she doesn't speak English. 
but the way she was looking, obviously she understood. And I'm like, oh, it's not just that she understands. Mm. I reckon she's, I'm pretty sure she's a robot. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I don't, I don't think you're really supposed to, I mean, you, you probably question it for a couple of minutes, but you find out it's not too long after that, really, that you start to get the hints that she's a robot, isn't it? It's like <laughs> the dance sequence. Oh, my oh, God. That came out of nowhere. So good. <laughs> Which is where it really, like, it's one of the points where it really starts to turn. Yeah. Like, the film goes like, whoa, hang on a minute. What is going on? And the on? dance sequence yeah. is just brilliant. It's another one of those uncomfortable scenes that you yeah. were talking about earlier. Well, because oh, before yes. that, it's very formulaic with, okay, Ava, you know, session one, yeah. you know, we do it, you know, session two, and, and there's always that the debrief after with Nathan, so talking about it and them trying to get to know each other and what's, you know, possible with all this sort of stuff. And then, they, yeah, that was just like when shit's starting to go a bit weird. Um that just kind of comes out of absolute... Like, it, just the way that Nathan <laughs> yeah, reacts, yeah. I think. Yeah. So he's like, come on, let's get in on he's this. like, what is going on? <laughs> it's, it's a real... I, I love how this film really swaps... Uh, like, who's dominating in this, in, in each scenario. Like, sometimes Caleb's really in charge. Sometimes Nathan's clearly in charge. Sometimes Ava's in charge. Like, it's, you know, like uh, the, the things I'm thinking about are like um, uh, when Caleb makes the plan to escape, you know, in the power down, he's like, all right, I'm going to get you out tonight. And then Nathan pulls him into the room and he's like, I've been watching the whole time. Yeah. This is the deal. You know, so, so that power dynamic switches straight away. Mm. And then all of a sudden Caleb's like, well, maybe I did all this yesterday mm. and yeah. you fucked anyway. Mm. And then, right at the end, Caleb gets mm. locked in. Mm. Like, he, he's stuck in there. Oh, with, like, so I did not see that coming. So, yeah. that, so, that's the thing. The interesting thing with this place is, obviously, when the the power... So, Ava can trip the power. Well, I can't remember how she describes it, but she's she can recharging. do something. When she recharges. She yeah, can, she, she, can she, she can, like... Revert, she reverses the power cycle, which trips the... Within her, yeah? Yeah, yeah something like Summer, that. Yeah, so... And I found that really claustrophobic when he first gets stuck in his bedroom. Yeah. And he can't yeah. get out. I'm yeah. just like, oh, that would suck because there's no obviously no windows or anything. And it's, you get you actually get a visual, rep- visual representation of how strong these glass doors are because um, uh, the Asian robot, the tall... Like, she, there's a scene when Caleb is reviewing the security footage... And she's punching the glass, trying mm. to get out, and she's smashing her arms to pieces, yeah. trying to get out, which you know suggests that this glass is quite strong. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I don't know how strong their robot arms Spe- are. But speaking of the glass, <clears throat> the cleaning must be tedious. Oh. <laughs> Can you think of all the fingerprints that would be on all I the doors? <laughs> and they're like, all like hands yeah. up. To- yeah, make contact and like the uh, just just open because you had to push all the doors oh, like, yeah. with hey, your hands. I think you should just email the hotel and find out. Go, man, we're doing a podcast. What's your cleaning like, uh, bill yeah, every it's week? Just, uh, excuse me, where's do you know where Nathan is? Like, oh no, no, I clean. <laughs> 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 Mister Nathan, he's not here. He not here. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, every time they went for a door, I'm like, oh, greasy oh, fingers clean. all over the door. Yeah, <laughs> weird concept, but sure. <laughs> um, hmm. um, I was going to say I, I just really love the uh, the real simplicity of this because of the the small amount of characters, mm. the small amount of sets, the the straight up you've just are completely believing that 
she's a robot. And I think just the fact that it's not overdone with CGI, like in backgrounds and explosions mm. and, and all that Avengers type stuff. It's just really simple and it just works. And some of the best scenes are just two people sitting at a table talking. Yeah. It's nothing, pretty much the whole film. Yeah. yeah. Nothing it's is actually happening other than a conversation. Yeah. And you're just sitting there just staring at the television in like just fixated like, on what's like going Moon, on. like Moon, you know, like, you know, going back to Moon, it's the same kind of, the whole thing is more about, you know, people figuring things out, the psychology of it, as opposed to everything else that's going on. Like, yeah. sure, it's a cool house, but it's not the main point of the story or, you know, the, yeah. you know, the mm. explosions and transforming robots. They're not the main point of the story. It's all about the psychology, you know, so... It brings me back to another film, which I know that you love, Al, called Hunger, or His oh. Hunger, where it has one of the most brutal scenes ever in the history oh. of movies, where it's just two dudes sitting there, one shot, and they're just talking to each other, and it's the prisoner, the main character in this film, and yeah, the priest. Bobby Sands and his priest. And his priest, and they're the just sh- sitting there, and it's just, it's brutal. Like, literally brutal. And it just shows that, like, you know what? You don't need explosions. You don't need all this crap to actually no. be just a great conversation. So captivating. Oh, like, it's literally... This whole film, this film hunger is, like, full of these really long shots anyway, mm. right? But it's there's it's hardly, just called hunger? Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But there's hardly any dialogue in it um, until this scene. And it's one shot. goes for, like, 25 minutes. Yeah. Jeez, they go through, like, two packs shit. of cigarettes each. And it's just, like... <clears throat> him explaining a bit of his past and like talking with the priest it's and it's so captivating mm-hmm. so just one take for that yeah wow that's, one one that's shot cool. yeah do Jeez. we are there any long i mean i suppose it's not really the movie there's no real long shots in this a few of the movies we've done in the past have had these really long shots but i don't think we've I there think, wasn't anything really no some of them are quite long them. are they mm. yeah not not to a point of being long like yeah. not hey look at this long take yeah yeah but they're just really slow and lingering. Mm. Like, it's, it's so... I feel like it's so you can pick up these really subtle behaviours and movements in mm. Ava. Like, just that first... Like, the, the first appearance of her is just burnt into my head. It's so... I don't know. I found it really, like, quite moving and striking. It's, mm. it's just, like, he's in this little glass box and she just walks out. You know, like with nice, nice with that little casual. yeah, with that little window behind her, so mm. she's quite silhouetted, and you're like, oh, that's like I found that not not confronting, but just really like striking, and mm. was probably like one of the first things that I'm just like, I'm so blinkers on for this film, yeah, like oh, it's great, mm. awesome. Um, I found it. I found it jumped up. They turned the amps up to 11 when bloody Caleb was in his room and just like, did he, he thought he was a robot, right? Yeah. Oh, I think he had well, this yeah. like flip out moment of thinking he was a robot. Like it was really getting to him. I think. Well, I mean, I think it's understandable because like the, the instant, like the first time I watched this movie and when he starts, uh, you know, getting the razor out, I was like kind of on board. Maybe he's a robot as well. You know, like, but just he's, briefly, it made me think. Is he a replicant? Is he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so because but he, no, no, but... he falls, he falls over pretty quick. So he's yeah. super quick. I think almost after the first session, he's like the way he was looking at her, and I think that that like so he he delved into that world of forgetting, yeah, about, like really early. Yeah. So by that time, he was deep, and obviously all these discussions with Nathan, you know, throughout. Mm. 
probably got him so conflicted towards some point that he has just like, I've just got to test it and make sure. But the thing is, it was like a full test. Like, he didn't just cut himself a little bit. No, it was like... He cut himself. Oh, oh I tell you what, I, I tell you, I was like quite physical. In, I'm like, whoa, like yeah. <laughs> jumping back. But there was a moment when he cut himself. There was this briefest moment where he didn't bleed. Yeah. Uh, yeah I was like, yeah, yeah. <gasps> oh. blood. Oh. <laughs> and then Nathan was so chill about it. He was, was like, oh, He's you like, okay, yeah, man? You were cutting yourself. Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, then you punched the mirror. Like, I'm yeah, like, yeah, too, okay. Too. Like he fully cut open his arm and was like, there was a lot of blood coming out. Yeah. Like, he was like, smearing it all Yeah. <laughs> like, like, dude, you want to patch that up because you're going to go faint pretty soon. Yeah. You are, yeah. You're kind of shocked. But Nathan kind of was just loss. like, yeah, look, uh, you didn't seem well, you know, just quietly. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, this that kind of illustrates how self-centered Nathan is. He's always but it's also, offering his own personal gain. It's also that power, I think, that perception of power. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah>. Him showing... <laughs> <I'm> de- <laughs> so for those playing at home, the actions that Tim is doing, but he loves... Sandemus. <laughs> it is. Yeah, excuse me. Um, but it's that, it's that like him, like this doesn't phase me that you're cutting the shit out of yourself. Yeah. You know, you're you're here to, to work for me still. Yeah, you you're know. just a, like that's why I just think Nathan's looking at him, you're just a pawn, you're just a pleb. Hmm. You know, sure, you're cutting yourself, what? If you die after this, I don't really care. But I love that. Um, I love that switch though in the film when... Um, Basically, we find out that, you know, Caleb was selected specifically for these reasons and that the whole idea of what, not just asking Ava questions, but actually getting Ava to have a thought process of this escape. And yeah, because we we, we find out (laughs) that, you know, these, these robot, these robots have been wanting to get out. For a long time. For a long time. Yeah, yeah. and they've yeah. been imprisoned in this this lab slash house thing. and um, Research facility. Research facility, thanks. I lost it. Um, and we, we get this, like, this when Caleb, you know, um, Nathan's passed out drunk and Caleb goes in there and finds all this um, this footage and we're, like, it's put on, on all of us, like, oh, God, like, this is something that's not okay or... or I mean, well, we we when is it when is it okay and when's yeah, it not okay? See, I mean, this, this is, is the, the thing question, you because know, it's like, like, oh, you know, does does consciousness suddenly make it immoral now that mm. that now we're keeping these robots that can essentially calculate and feel and all well, sort of see, thing? even so obviously the test is to find out you know if Ava's got consciousness or whether the real test is whether she could manipulate um, what's his face to get out, but the what was the the servant robot? What was the what was its name? The, um, I'm not too sure. Um, Brad, look that up, would you? Brad, you're on it. Anyway, so the servant robot <laughs> also <laughs> he was going to do it anyway. Thanks, so. Brad. Uh, the servant robot I feel also um, has a level of consciousness because as the movie goes on and she's slowly paying attention and obviously you know she's got these little looks of you know what's this what's this she ultimately makes the decision that she's going to kill Nathan. Like I yeah because she there's a point where she's watching video footage or no she's also staring at the painting so I'm kind of like thinking that okay she's starting to be self aware whether she was or not at the start of the film but I think she know, has she, been for a while I reckon she's maybe. been for a while and she's almost defeated in her role as this waitress oh, okay. slave because the thing oh, is yeah. it's like well because because 
she like we've seen the footage was of her, yeah. Oh yeah, because she's like, why won't you let me out? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so like she's obviously gone to a point where she's kind of given up, I suppose, in yeah. terms of trying to get out of there. That's a good point. I mean, it's I I find it really interesting because it's almost like, you know, Alex is saying to the audience, where do we draw the line? Mm. Where do you draw the line between this guy? having robots in his research facility compared to him having human... Having a prisoner. Correct. Yeah. Mm. Like, where is that line? And it's a really interesting question. I don't know. Like, what, what what's the point it, to when you've got to say, I'm now keeping, you know, someone prisoner? <laughs> I suppose... Sorry, it goes when... back to uh, Ian Malcolm, Jurassic Park, where he's like, you, you wanted so hard to find out if you could, you didn't stop to think about if you, you should. should. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a very good point. And then, Jurassic bang, you're selling, you're selling it. You're selling it. <laughs> Got it on um, lunchboxes. <laughs> the uh, seventh, seventh robot is uh, Kyoko. Kyoko. Kyoko, of course. I, I apologise for whatever I said earlier. Thank you, brother. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just find that, like, that's what gripped me the most because I'm just like, well, yeah, what is what? What is this? I don't know what yeah. this is. Like, is this, are these prisoners? Are, mm-hmm. they, are they not? I don't know. Like, mm. Yeah. And I found, yeah, because the, the whole ending... Pretty full on, like a lot of people didn't like the ending to this. Yeah, there's a bit. There's a lot of people on. That's probably me, probably because a lot of people are expecting that whole Hollywood happy romance, whatever you know. Like, yeah, and they lose happily ever after. You know, like that. She does exactly what Nathan says she'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that she's like totally focused on the one goal of getting out, and it's not like she doesn't even look back at. Caleb no. stuck she does briefly as the lift door closes but yeah. it's but it's not a look of oh I'll miss you it's a look of Thanks. yeah bitch I fucked you up you know like yeah, I beat you yeah you know, like but see again I sorry to harp on about this but it's almost blurring the lines between who is the villain in this film yeah because you've got Nathan who is kind of projected as a villain for pretty much all of it yeah but he ends up being right about Ava but also but at the same time he's still in the wrong for all this stuff that he's been doing. Yeah. Yeah. But then is Ava the bad person at the end or is, is Caleb the bad person? I mean, Caleb, I guess, was just kind of innocent thinking he was well, just doing his job, but... Now, that kind of raises another question. If you... Nathan has set Ava onto the task of escaping through manipulation and whatever. Yeah. Which she does, mm. and she escapes, that kind of, to me, says she has less of a consciousness and has more just been a robot set on a task and it's Whoa. just a robot figuring things out. Well, I think... Well, I like that. But I think uh, I think mm. the idea the behind The chess it, machine <laughs> just yeah. playing chess. Yeah. Yeah. And not knowing what chess is. Yeah. Exactly but, right. She's just performing the tasks that have been assigned to her. When you say assigned, though, like this is, this is the difference because if... You know, it'd be like, say, me manipulating Brad to do the same thing in subtle ways instead of just going out to him and saying, you want I, reckon, a beer? I reckon you should escape. Hell, like, I, that wouldn't be that hard, though. I'm pretty easily manipulated. Well, that's why I chose you. But, Thanks. I mean, the thing is, like, obviously Nathan's had this idea of of saying, okay, well, how can I prove that she has, like, a, like she has consciousness? How can I prove that? And he thought to himself, okay, well, if... if if someone really wants to escape, they'll do whatever. It if takes. I put yeah. the if I put the pieces there, yeah. will they will they will they jump will they jump at that and, and use it? Like it's hmm. a, 
Instead of like well, he, he hasn't programmed into her, hey, you've got to try and find a way to escape. Yeah, well, and yeah. he even tells Caleb, he's like, she's the rat in the maze, mm. and you're the ex- you're the key mm. to get out. Like, and and it's about her trying to figure that out on her own. Yeah, I like yeah, I I really liked it when Nathan when he said, you know, that's why I did it yesterday. When Nathan lays the bomb down and he's like, no, you're just a you're just a pleb and you just blah blah blah. Um, I had the camera in there. And you you plan of getting me blonde drunk tonight and all that. It's not going to work, and that's why. And when he's when Caleb says that's why I did it yesterday, and I love there's this little like I mean obviously it's a lot going through his head, but he does it really subtly. The panic that's going yeah, through Nathan, the look on his face, yeah. it's just like oh my god, like fuck, dude, have you really done that? Like, mm. and then he drops uh, him, <laughs> just like yeah, na- yeah. Then he drops him because obviously you know Nathan's obviously gone. Oh, I'm so smart. I've got this whole thing figured out, but he didn't count on. Uh, Caleb kind of doing it the night before, outsmarting him, and it was I really really liked that. I was yeah, it's it's a panic going through his face. That's where I got a bit like not confused. I don't know because he, you know, there is this real Nathan's the bad guy, but then at the end, kind of Ava's the bad guy, but just Mm. trying to achieve her goals. Like, but most of the time, Caleb is like the victim, effectively. Mm. Yeah. So that scene to me seems a little bit out of context. Like, see, I don't see Ava as a bad guy at no, all. No, look, I no, you're right. I, I don't either man. because I just think she's just doing what she needs to do. Yeah, and like you know, Caleb, like the fact that she locks Caleb in is brutal. Yeah, like it's that's just 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 frightening. That yeah, um, but it's almost like she's she's just doing what she thinks she needs to do mm. to survive. Yeah, because if, if Caleb's out in the real world, you know, mm. who's to say that he's going to keep his mouth shut? Mm. Mm. I really like thinking, I like how this just finishes on the, the chopper, like her getting on the chopper and going. Mm. I love speculating about how she decides to... To integrate. Integrate. Yeah. Like whether she just does just vanish or whether she's actually Skynet. Or... Yeah, you see her at the crossing, though, that she said. After she's got on the helicopter and then, you know... Yeah, at, she's in right the middle of it. At, yeah, oh, yeah, that's the, right. At the, yeah, at the crossing and watching but the it's people. Just, yeah, yeah, it's a good point because she's known nothing but that little section of the... Mm. of the. But has she, you know, like, she's only seen... But, you know, surely she's got access to online or she's watching bloody cat videos or something on YouTube. <laughs> and, like, surely she's got a grasp of... I don't know. Do, does she have? Does she, though? Does I mean, she have access to? So I can't remember. I don't know why. So hang on. Would you give her? Well, access because how? Surely there's you know there's the whole uh, nature nurture sense of upbringing. Like, is someone the product of their environment, or was it always part of them? Right. Mm. So, if she's had no, <laughs> if she's had no outside influence, what she knows is strictly what was programmed into her mm. and is that going to be enough to like how does she learn how to do all this stuff without like how to manipulate and all this kind of stuff mm. without some sort of outside influence well has she learned educating her has it? she learned from Nathan's manipulation Ooh. it's or a fair point has considering she? Uh, Nathan is the uh, the designer of a uh, search engine mm. company like maybe there's some form of like learning slash ability or programming that she has in her that mm. makes her 
like easy for her to actually just assess a situation and work out the mm. best option. But I mean, they, they, they don't really touch this you know? in the movie. This is all yeah. just us speculating. Maybe she's maybe somehow she has access to be able to hear what Caleb and Nathan have been chatting about. Mm, possibly. There's a sessions. lot of things about this though that uh, that you sit there and just the speculation thing that you were mm. just saying is sort of so. Once she's gone. Do we know how long she's going to last? How is she going to charge herself? Yeah, she needs to charge that, like, herself how all the time. She charge herself? Or is she purposely just going out like a butterfly and just, you know, that was the, the chrysalis stage and now I've hatched and I'm free I've, got, and, I've got like a day uh, yeah. and that's it. It's all over. Who knows? But And that's all she wanted was just to get out and just see stuff. Yeah. And, and I guess it. we don't need to know, do we? I mean, because, you know. Well, that's, well, that's, that's not the story, yeah. is it? You know, it's The story's about her manipulating to escape. The second film of X Machina, Judgment Day. Is, uh, <laughs> sorry, X Machina, Judgment Day. There, there was one thing that I um <laughs> I wanted to ask <laughs> what you guys thought about it was when Caleb first meets Ava and he asks her, how old are you? And she says, I'm one. And he says, like, one he year. Says and one, she, he says, one what? Yeah, he says, one what? And she just cuts him off really quickly and just yeah. says, I'm one. What do you reckon it is? Like, why do you reckon she cuts him off like that? Like, why is she just so firm about... She doesn't say it's one year, I'm not one day, I'm not one week. She's like, I'm one. And then he's like, one what? He's like, I'm one. Then that's it. Like, what is that? Like, does it matter? Oh, I, watch, I think, well, I I think maybe the point of, like, does it matter? Like, who cares? Well, she, but she Realistically, makes it, she could be 110. She's still going to look exactly the same. Oh, well, that's true. But I mean, <laughs> I just felt it really interesting that she just would cut him off. And he's just like, no, no, I'm one. Just accept that I'm one, and I was. Then I was sat there. I know it's probably because I like to know the answers to. Well, things. no, because they I'm like I want to know how old. What's one? It goes back to that conversation they had. Nathan and Caleb are having a conversation where Caleb's trying to. He's very coda, analyzing the whole thing, right? Yeah. And Nathan's like, no, 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 no. I don't. I. I just want you to break it down to like emotion. Tell me, tell me how she made you feel, kind of thing. So maybe the her cutting cutting him off with I'm one. Hmm. Is is her doing the same sort of thing? Like he goes straight into like, your one what? Tell me, tell me how you. Oh, trying to analyze says, the whole situation. She said, "If you want to know, oh no." Nathan says, "If you want to know how she was made, like that's not what we're here. Yeah, to discuss. We're here to find out if she mm. passes for human. So yeah. maybe that's her doing a similar thing. That's it. Yeah, you just like, shut it down. It's irrelevant how old I am. Just look at her. Here as we a are, twenty year old woman or something. Yeah, here we are. Let's just have a conversation. Yeah, yeah." Um, I was really curious to know, obviously the first half of the movie, now it can't, it does kind of answer itself by, uh, towards the end of the movie when Nathan says, Hey, I just got you here. Cause you know, you're a loser and blah, blah, blah. Not a loser. Sorry. That, uh, because he's, you know, single, uh, no girlfriend, no family and all this stuff. But what, what, okay. So what is Caleb's job exactly? He's a programmer. Uh, and if, if I was Nathan, uh, I wouldn't get a programmer because I know a few programmers, right? And not they're not the most, you know, they're not the best guys for social interaction. <laughs> like, why would he get a programmer from his company to, you know, have discussions with this robot? Like, even if your intentions are to see if the robot can escape, mm. like, surely it wasn't a, it's just not a good choice. I yeah, it I wasn't so much about his actual job, was it? Like it was well, more that of who he was. He was socially like I would have thought susceptible. that they, like wouldn't you get a psychologist? Yeah, or something? I mean that the whole time I was like, why would you get a programmer? Yeah, why wouldn't you get someone who? I mean because Caleb asks all the right questions. He well, asks all the right questions. He does, yeah. But I'm like, this guy's a programmer. Like, I mean, obviously this is obviously 
you know, we don't know his backstory. Maybe he did a, uh, you know, a masters in psychology. Who knows? But like I like I said, I know a few programmers, man, and you, you ask these guys like to go and have an intellect intellectual conversation with a woman. They're like, oh, I don't know, man. Well, I think Couldn't that comes do down to a lot of the things. Like, uh, it goes back to, you know, hot girls basically get what they want. Oh, and yeah. there's no doubt that she is absolutely gorgeous and he's blown away by the, how she looks from the start. That is but true. But also when she gets out and she goes to the cupboards and finds all the other robots, mm. they're uh, all good looking and they're yes. all girls. So mm. would we have got the same reaction from Caleb if it had been you know, a robot that looked like me sitting on the other <laughs> side? Going, I, hey, I, here you go. <laughs> He would have gone, yeah, whatever. My name's X Machina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a robot, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so um, I thought about that from the start. It's like that he yeah. was almost set up the fact that she was ridiculously good looking. Which, which, yeah, which, which they, is going to make him think completely differently with. and want to help her, yeah. and try and get her out, and the whole the how he fell for her straight away. That's it. And, but yeah, even even then, I just think it's it's dangerous. I mean, I you know Nathan's obviously a smart guy. He knows what what Caleb's all about. But I just think you know if you're going to get someone, yeah, get someone. I guess yeah, I guess I guess Nathan was looking for someone who's weak. Weak-minded? Will we say Caleb's weak-minded? Is think, he a weak-minded kind th- of guy? I or? think the notion of beauty is just thrown at you through the whole thing. So yeah. you've obviously got the the Ava and the other girls, but the fact that you're the setting itself, you're in this area of glaciers Stunning. and waterfalls yeah. and forests, mm. and the house is really nice, and so like it's almost like this is a, it's like an enticing setting. Mm. For someone to come in and... Could there be a biblical reference in there, perhaps, of like Nathan... Well, because well, he does mention something about him being a god or... So yeah, but he, only, he ex, gets that from Caleb, though. Ex machina. Yeah, yeah that's what I meant. Is yeah. is Latin phrase, and it means well, yes. a god from the machine. Someone's doing his homework. No, I, I, was say, homework. I, I was hoping someone would have looked at yeah, that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Boys. So, what does it mean? The God from a the God machine. from the machine. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a. Hmm. It comes from like a Greek tragedy plays where the person playing God in a in a Greek tragedy would come down from the top on a machine and basically solve all the problems. Huh. Yes. There you go. Take that. Well, home. I think uh, also <laughs> just uh, the three main characters. They're all biblical names, whether they be. True, you know, New or Old Testament, but yeah. really, they're all yeah, definitely. Well, Nathan I mean, and Caleb for a start, and I think Ava is definitely oh, yes. a, uh, a you know an Old Testament. You know, back in the awesome yeah. days of the Bible, it's got to be brimstone and fire. Yeah, it's got to be some version of Eve, right? Eve, Ava. And yeah. so, going on what you were saying, Timmy, about the place being mm. you know beautiful, possibly some sort Eden. of Garden of Eden. Garden of Eden. Yeah, yeah, there's got to be some yeah. symbolism there. Yeah. Well, should we? Should we? Well, yeah. push on through to I, some ratings. Yeah, look, we're, we're getting on a bit. So, Bizarre. well, I think I think first up, uh, I obviously one of our favourite segments <laughs> is podcasting a wider <laughs> net. Uh, that's that's my turn. Yes, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for those tuning in for the first time, podcasting a wider net is a segment where I look up this film on the podcast network and find other interesting and probably better podcasts. Uh, interesting this week. This week we're doing Ex Machina, brand new film. So I don't have a particular podcast because there are literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds 
of podcasts on this film. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, good for you. Thank Ta- you. Type <laughs> in the search bar and have, have and fun with have it. A, yeah. Have a bloody festival. And look, that, that concludes the segment this week. It's a short one because there are... <laughs> Seriously, there are so many. I still love that segment. I could yeah, see this a being segment. a... Uh, it's worthy. Something that would be... A lot of people would want to talk about this film. Yeah, so, I think so. I'd be keen to get into touches, a few of them, actually. so many different psychological and hmm. levels of just... Yeah, we were talking about it earlier about, well, what is acceptable? We know they're robots, mm. but mm. when are they... You know, they, we, I could see a lot of people really getting yeah. into this. We're going to be searching for the one where the priests are talking to the psychologists. That's the one I'll be looking for. <laughs> I could possibly... <laughs> that would set, actually be really good. That would be very interesting. Yeah. I could I could possibly, lads, set some uh, podcasting a wider net homework oh. and for all of us to go off and listen to a different podcast on Ex Machina and come back and give us a brief review. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like hard work. (laughs) Look, we might not be able to fit into the tight schedule we've got at the moment. um, Ratings. Ratings. Well, look, I'll kick it off because I chose it. Um, No, I didn't make sandwiches. I did watch it over lunchtime, so I had to eat. But but no, I was very much engaged in this. in terms of my San Dimas, um, I I really really like this film, so I'm gonna give it a really high rating. I reckon probably around about my highest so far. So I'm gonna give it about maybe 162 percent. Nice. 62. Just because I just I really like the questions that this film asks. Mm. I like the performances. I love just everything about the setting and the pace of the film. I love the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack is very... Like, if anything, the soundtrack gives away more than anything else does pretty early on because it's a very, it's quite a dark score mm. for this one. Um, and a lot of those one-on-one conversations is has, does have that underlying dark music happening, like something's not quite right with dark this Dark and scene. ominous tones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was a Forgetting Sarah Marshall reference for anyone. Um <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna I'm one sixty two, I'm giving it percent. So nice. yeah. Pretty good. Nice. Um, yeah, look, I definitely thought it was better than Bill and Ted's. I probably won't go as high as hundred and sixty two. Uh I think about Did you make sandwiches first? Oh no, absolutely not. I did watch I've seen this movie twice now. Um the first time I did have to watch it in over two separate times because um Oh, I think I had to go to work. I, I don't know what happened, uh, but uh, work. What's I know, that? right? But uh, I did have to watch it in two sittings for the first viewing. Um, I'll, I'd probably give it. Uh, I'm going to go a flat 140 mm. percent. Um, you know, I can always come back to Bill and Ted's. Don't know how many times I could do X Machina. Okay, I love it. Great film. But could I watch it as many times as Bill and Ted's? Don't know. Anyway, 140%. Yeah. But do you need to watch it as much as you watch Bill and Ted's? That's the thing. Well, you know, this I mean, this goes back to my revolver argument. Is <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoa, and that's I what Tim thought about revolver. I thought we made a rule not to talk about revolver again. <laughs> no, 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 I think no, no, it no. should be brought up no. every time, to be honest. <laughs> no, no, no. As a reminder of what we're getting ourselves into when we select a film. Like a, I'm just saying. Like a war memorial. <laughs> Correct. Like, lest we forget revolver. So, so. <laughs> 
Sorry, so, that was uh, no, you're right. possibly poor taste. No, so going, going with going with the revolver argument, and the reason I've watched it so many times is because I want to understand. So I would come back to X Machina many times so that I can have a good understanding of what's going on. You just so. need to leave revolver alone. <laughs> just, just leave it as stop, not understood. Stop picking at it. Yeah. All of our viewers need to watch Revolver. You know what? It's amazing. Revolver's like, for you, Revolver's a scab that never heals because you keep picking it off and so a new scab has to form over it. Just let it heal. It's more like a rash that doesn't go away. (laughs) Keep scratching at it. Oh, jeez. Bradley? Uh, I'm still just trying to get over the war memorials. (laughs) Okay, so first up, sandwiches. So obviously if if you're making sandwiches throughout the whole thing, you're not really paying attention. Did you make any sandwiches? Not even close to making a sandwich. Fantastic. I was glued to the to the screen for the whole time. Could this we be film. could we get be getting a no sandwich film across the board? Hands down, I'm not giving it sandwiches. Have, oh, have we that. had any movies that have I don't no think sandwich? we have. I'd actually like to say if you got up and made sandwiches mm. in this, what the hell? Yeah, yeah man. really. You missed too much. You'd have to be really freaking hungry. That's that's a need versus. Yeah. A, I mean, look, if the, if the kitchen was in the same room as a telly, you might be able to yeah. get away with it. But still, you're, you're not <laughs> nah. paying attention. No, I don't though. think you're moving, especially if this is the first time you've seen this film. I reckon you're yeah. glued to that screen. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. No, I agree. Yeah. Sam um, ratings. Ooh. Don't you guys think about this before you? I, I, I don't. Know I do, but then <laughs> I, I do. honestly don't. Then there's it's been the discussion. Been like some, you know, the discussion yeah. that changes your opinion of things. But the, the massive scores that these two guys have given, so you know, yeah, it's definitely better than Bill and Ted's. But once again, I probably you know, I don't Careful. think I need to see this Careful. too many times. I think just like the amount of times I've, so I've seen it twice now as well. It's probably I don't need to see it again for a little while. Not that it's not a great film. It's just that it's not one of those films. Like Bill and Ted's, it's like it's a background film sometimes, you know. You can just walk <laughs> yeah. in and just pick up on it. This is like, it's this is it's a journey, this film. Like you've mm. got to sit down. You've got to spend time. You've got to think about it. So uh, it's de- it is better than Bill and Ted. So I'm going to give it, uh, let's go 110. Nice. nice. Yep. Nice. Last but definitely not least, Tech God. What do we uh, think? <laughs> well, like I said, no sandwiches, not a chance. I would have starved myself, hmm. you know. Before, if this film had gone for 10 hours, I would have sat there and watched every second of it. Uh, and I'm high as well. I'm at a solid like one, probably about 140 as well. Yep. Um, just it's a very different, all you people out there across the room poo-pooing Bill and Ted's, I think you've forgotten where we are <laughs> uh, it's a very different film mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but I I can actually see myself going back to the, back to X Machina like really soon like in the next couple of weeks nice. I reckon I'm going to go back and hit this again mm. just to really like I just I enjoyed the process I, I, I really wish I'd seen this at the cinema like mm. I'm going to be keeping my eye out you know, for like Aster and it's really great the second for time for a cinema I, release. I really just enjoyed set up the projector for you, fella. Oh, I'm probably actually going to watch this again in the next week because yeah. my wife hasn't seen it and she really wanted to. Same, watch yeah. It, my so. partner hasn't seen it. I've so, been trying to decide yeah. whether my partner would be into this. She doesn't. She's not really a sci-fi kind of guy. Mm. Mm. Kind of <laughs> guy. She's not a sci-fi kind of guy. Yeah. It's definitely but, sci-fi, yeah. but it's, it's it's not what it's kind of drama yeah. though. It's more drama and thriller. Yeah. It's almost a love thing. story. In I there. don't know well what's going on in there. Psychological thriller. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Oh, very good. All right. Yep. Well, so big thumbs up yeah. and a smile from everyone. Go yeah. out. Go out and watch X Machina. Thumbs X up and a smile. Yeah. <laughs> and um, a guitar from all. Now, <laughs> now the uh, 
I love this bit of the podcast because we're going to find out what we're going to be watching over the next It's my turn. And it is Al's turn. It's my turn. And he's clearly ready with something. I'm ready. Which is worrying, I reckon. Now, I went, I went super old with my last choice and super classic with Jaws. Ah, Jaws, I, yeah. I feel I'm going not as old, but potentially just as classic. Jaws 2? Certainly. <laughs> yeah. Jaws certainly 3. for some people. I'm not sure whether you guys will have seen this. No, I know you will have you, seen this, Bradley. Do you know how that turns out? Because we hadn't seen Highlander. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing that, we're that all talking to each other. Yeah. <laughs> None of us had seen Revolver. <laughs> and we're all still here. Yeah. We're still doing this. <laughs> I can't believe the podcast just didn't end with Revolver. That was it. Yeah. We never we're sorry, speak to each other again. Down. And next time, we're not doing anything. <laughs> we're, we're taking a long holiday. Smash the microphones. <laughs> The next episode of the San Dimas School of Film will be on the 1987 uh. rom-com. <laughs> oh, <laughs> rom-com. No. Oh, rom-com? That's all right. <laughs> the Princess Bride. Oh. <laughs> I think yes. I've been avoiding watching this. Have you? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Just because yeah. everyone's like, oh, it's a classic and you'll this love is, it. It's yeah, funny. no, I watched this. This is one of my, the movies from my childhood. All right, oh. Nice. So, Did I ever watch it, like, just walk through the room while you were watching it? I don't think I... You must have. You reckon? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you know. must have. It's a great movie. Can you, oh, can you uh, say that you've watched this film in the hundreds of times? No, probably not. Have you watched it more than Bill and Ted's? Well, that's a good question. No, definitely not. Excellent. That's a good answer. Definitely not. Look, I tried to go for I'm something. About that and come back to you. I, you know, when when Timmy said X Mark, and I'm like, all right, I want to, I want to take us in a different direction now. So, so. Yeah, we're getting a yeah. few, few thinker movies there. Yeah, why don't we get too serious? Jeez. Yeah. Jeez, I'm taking you. In Keep the in mind, you just... this podcast is based on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Um, email. Uh, yes, if you'd like to email us, um, you can catch us at sandemusfilm at gmail.com. Uh, we're also iTunes, Android devices. You can search on a couple of things. Facebook, get in touch with us there. We're, we're always checking that. You can also um, find us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud as well. Yeah. Definitely get on to us there. And we should say we, we're we thinking about putting together a bit of a uh, uh, request episode mm. so keep keep email we're getting a lot of suggestions for films which is great we love hearing how close you are to what we're thinking mm. uh so if we get enough of the same kind of films we're gonna we might a, we might chuck a surprise you know a surprise yeah, yeah like fan. a fan episode or yeah, something yeah like a just yeah. a just a request one hey timmy yeah how's harry potter going <laughs> <laughs> it's going swimmingly yeah. <laughs> all right Thanks for listening, everybody. Fantastic. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.